from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Back here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here on WakeUpCallDT.com and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Listening in every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is an honor and a privilege to have Dorian Hewitt on the show. Safety, who has committed to Syracuse in the 2019 incoming class. And he is out of Houston, Texas. Very happy to have him on here from North Shore. Dorian, how you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing well, Dorian. And and first and foremost, before we get into anything about your recruitment and, and this and that, I got to ask you. You and I talked about it for a second off the air, but you saw that Syracuse Clemson game on television. Just what you could tell me about, despite Syracuse losing the game by four, just what that game showed you about where Syracuse is at right now. That game showed me that Syracuse does not quit, no matter what time, no matter how tough the opponent is. Syracuse is gonna fight and keep going and try to get the W. So you saw that no-quit mentality by the team. Have you seen anything like this in paying attention to them in the past, or is this the best they've looked to you since you've been kind of paying attention to them? Uh, last year when they upset at Clemson, obviously Syracuse is Clemson's fear. So I saw that, and I was proud of it. So you believe that moving forward from here that Syracuse has created a little bit of fear with Clemson? Yes, sir. And that coming from Dorian Hewitt here with us from North Shore in Houston, Texas. Dorian, you are coming in, obviously, as a defensive back to Syracuse at the safety position. One of the guys that just came in, Andre Sisco, as well as Trill Williams, they're true freshmen that have not only gotten onto the team, but they've gotten playing time right away, and they've gotten interceptions and immediately affected the team. What is watching some of these true freshmen show you about opportunity at Syracuse? They're showing me that whenever I get the opportunity to go out and show what I have, give it my all and myself. And when you watch them play, and knowing that they're true freshmen, you know, a lot of true freshmen around the country, they have to sit and wait their turn. They might wait a couple of years before they get out there and get some real playing time. What does it say to you about Syracuse and the opportunity that's in front of you right now? It's telling me that Syracuse gives everybody an opportunity to go out and shine, and you better not mess up your opportunity. Andre Sisco, bunch of interceptions at the at the start of the season here early on. Antoine Cordy playing with him back and forth on social media, saying share some of those interceptions with your teammates and whatnot. I just spoke with Scoop Bradshaw and. And he said, you know, when one guy gets an interception, we all get an interception. What is this defensive secondary showing you on Syracuse this year? Because they are well on their way of having more interceptions this year in a shorter amount of time than they had all of last year. Um, it's showing me that they're a true, that they're true friends, that everything they do is sharing. Like, they're going to share, they're going to help each other get better. So who, uh, who are the coaches that really built that relationship with you at Syracuse? Um, Coach Monroe and Coach Kirk. 
they they helped me get around and showed me everything and made me love the school. And you said at Coach Monroe, just what you like about him and what you like about his attitude. Coach Monroe keeps it up. He keeps it real with you, and he's going to tell you what it is and what isn't. And I just like that. that he's not, not going to try to hide it. So when you say he tells you like it is, what it is, and what isn't, what has he told you about, you know, your potential future at Syracuse and what he sees from you? How has he kept it real with you, essentially? Um, he's telling me he loved, when I went out there, he loved my speed, my size, and he loved my highlight, like my film. He said I could hit, and he said if I come to Syracuse, I could even better. And then you said uh, Coach Kurt was also connected to your recruitment. What can you say about him? Coach Kirk is a loving dude, and him coming from Manville, we played them a few times down here, and I just knew he's a great coach. And when you said you played film down there, you know, just just what did you watch? What did you take away? Um, that they love to hit, and they like the defense is well formed. That coming from Dorian Hewitt. 2019 incoming freshman for Syracuse. Dorian, you verbally committed to Syracuse. Sometimes verbal commitments mean that it's a spot saver and a player is, is still opening their options and looking and seeing what else is out there. Is this a spot saver? Is this a almost 100% or is this a 100% commitment from you? It's a 100% commitment for me. Have any schools still tried to get in touch with you despite the door being closed? Yes, sir. And who are some of the schools that tried to reach out when you um, said, you know, I'm fully committed? Texas State, U of H, uh, Wyoming, and that's just a few of them. And when you went through your recruitment, Dorian, who were the teams that were maybe hard to say no to? When you chose Syracuse, was there any close second in this grand scheme of things? Uh, no, not really. So what made Syracuse the right fit? I mean, we've talked about what the defense is showing. You've spoken about a couple of the coaches that were involved in your recruitment. What about Syracuse as a whole just felt like the right place for you? Uh, I love the weather, and I could tell the fans are going to be good, so I'm going to love the fans, and I just love the, like everything down there. You said you love the weather, and some people up here in Syracuse would say the opposite with five to six months of snow a year. So what makes you love the weather? Um, coming from Houston, it really doesn't snow a lot. It probably snows like once every eight years or something. So coming down there and being able to see the snow is going to be an experience for me. And you said that you believe the fan base is going to be good. What makes you believe in the fan base, and what's got you excited about the fan base? Um, just watching when they got like home games or something. It's always going to be packed, and it always gets the the players hyped up to play that game. Coming onto campus and seeing Syracuse, what did you take away? Uh, it's a big university. It's a big school, and it's big enough to where I could get to know everybody and I just feel comfortable walking around everywhere. So you like to feel a campus. What were the biggest takeaways that you had from campus? Was there any favorites for you? Was the dome the favorite? The uh, Ensley Center facility? What what kind of stood out the most to you from Syracuse? 
I love the dome the most. Going inside and looking at it, I can picture myself playing inside of it. Now you're coming from Houston, Texas. The dome gets very hot. It gets over 100, 100 degrees sometimes. This year they said it was 87. I think it was 104. I think it was a lie. So what do you think about that, being inside of a closed area with 87 degrees, 90 degrees, over 100 degrees? What do you think about playing in that type of scenario? You're basically talking about Houston every single day. We practice in 87, 80 to 100 degree weather on turf every single day. That's basically like home for me. So there may be snow outside, but the dome's going to feel like home to you. Yes, sir. Fair enough. Now, Dorian, uh, playing the safety position, what would you say are your best attributes at the position? And then secondly, what are the things you want to work on the most? So what do you do the best at safety, and what are the areas that you think you can improve in? I tackle. I tackle well. I lead. The, I lead every DB with tackles. Um, I can read format formations real quick, and I learn to study. I learn the playbook real well. The one thing I need to work on is probably my ball skills. I mean, I have one pick this year, but I want to work on it even more. So you have that one pick this year, but you said you want to work on your ball skills. What What do you need to work on? Is it just hand-eye coordination? Is it reading the quarterback? What is it? reading the quarterback eyes. And so what do you do to, to kind of train yourself with that? I mean, I obviously, in the run of play in a game, you're, you're going to be going up against quarterbacks all throughout this season and trying to key in on them. But what can you do outside of games, in practice or in general? How do you improve your your eyes on the quarterback, so to speak? Uh, I go out on our, our field and I take cones up around the field. And I have somebody act like they're the quarterback, and they look in different ways, and I run towards that cone. Speaking here with Dorian Hewitt, safety, North Shore, Houston, Texas. Dorian, before I let you go, tell me about North Shore. How do they make you a better player? What is it about this school that makes you better at what you do? North Shore is a very great program. Um, we live by Coach K, but they're always hard on you. They, got, they show tough love. They want 110% out of you every time. And our defensive coordinator, he wants domination. He doesn't want anybody to score on us, and I really love that. Now, I spoke with Courtney Jackson, who is the first player to commit in the 2019 incoming class. At the time that you and I are talking, you're one of 12 that have verbally committed to Syracuse for 2019 for Syracuse football. What can you say about this class so far? I know there's group chats that are out there. Have you gotten to know anybody at this point? Uh, yes, I, we've, we've been talking in the group chat. And who are some of the guys that you've been able to build a relationship with? Is there anybody that kind of stands out that you've talked to a lot during this process? Um, no, not really. I just love everybody in the group chat. We all, like, it seems cool. We all vibe with each other. And to have that vibe so early without even meeting the person is really special. Bring me into the vibe of the group chat. What does it feel like? Uh, we know where everybody comes from. We laugh in it, and then we talk about Syracuse. When you talk about Syracuse and you talk about the future, what's that discussion about? Uh, we talk about the games and how we're going to expect affect the team once we get up there. Like my our goal is to dominate Clemson next year. Do you feel like 
this Syracuse team is turning a corner that you get to be a part of. Do you feel like you'll be coming to Syracuse at a time where this team will finally be heading in the right direction? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I feel like when I, Syracuse is going to be a well-known school for football. Like Everybody will know about Syracuse. You're down in Houston, Texas. Syracuse gets in touch with you. They offer you. How much did you know about Syracuse initially? I really didn't know anything about Syracuse, but once I got the offer, I looked up the school and everything, and I loved it. And I was ready to come down or come up. And what made you love it? What made you fall in love with a school that you really didn't know too much about? As you got to know the school, what made you fall in love with it? They were the first D1 team to offer me, and then they showed me a whole bunch of love. They called me the day they offered me. And they were just talking about the school and everything and when I should come down and everything. Do you feel like, speaking here with Dorian Hewitt, safety coming into Syracuse out of North Shore in Houston, Texas for 2019, do you feel like Dino Babers is going to be here for a long time? Do you get that feel? Do you get that notion that he's going to be there when you get there and that he's going to be with this program for a while? Yes, I do. He's doing a great job with the team, and obviously we're turning another corner. And I, I want him to be right there with us. And coming from Dorian Hewitt. Dorian, I want to do something called rapid fire. I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you, and they could be about anything. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. But then in fairness, I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but I'm going to, as the broadcaster, put myself on the hot seat, and you get to question me. So I have no idea what you're going to say. I have to answer it. Are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, let's go. So I got to ask you this. I'm going to ask you one football question. Who are your role models or your idols all time when it comes to football? Tyron Matthew. Why? Because when he went to LSU, he played excellent, and then he met up with some bad friends, and they put him in a bad role, but that never made him quit. So he kept striving and striving and made it to the NFL. Do you feel like your story at all has anything to do with that? Have you ever been around people that maybe tried to lead you astray that you had to overcome? Yes, I have. I had people that tried to lead me in the wrong way to go smoke or go to another party or something. But I didn't. I come home, study, and then probably get on the game afterwards. What made you, when people were trying to pull you away from your dreams, trying to get you to go out and do things that were going to take you off course, what made you stay on course? Um, My father and my mother. My father, he showed me from a young age that football is a good sport to build your character. And I fell in love with football when I was six years old. My mother, knowing her, she wanted the best for me. So I wasn't going to come out here and waste what she gave me and do something bad. You said you fell in love with football at the age of six. What made you fall in love with it back then? Just the way family is set. And I just love, like, the atmosphere around it. So if you grew up without a dad, the coach was your dad. And if you didn't have a brother or anything, your teammate was your brother, and they had your back no matter what. And you said that your father said this is a good sport to build character. How does football make you a better person? Um, basically, like I said, it's family. 
So if you mess up, you're going to think about what you're going to do to your teammates, how you're going to affect your team, and what you just did. So I love that it got you right and made you not being selfish as a human being. And then away from football, Dorian, i got to ask you, if, if you could come out to one song and only one song your entire time at Syracuse, the whole time you're, you're at Syracuse, they give you a song and they say, this is the Dorian Hewitt song, what song would it be? Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Which is really funny because Courtney Jackson, who's coming into the 2019 class with you, said the exact same thing. So, But he did say something different about the greatest rapper of the current generation. So I'm going to see if you guys answer the same here. Who is the best rapper out there right now? It's Little Wayne. You guys said the same thing with that too. See, now I hope you know Courtney. You, do you know Courtney? Uh, not in person, no. Well, you're going to have to get to know Courtney because apparently you guys have been separated at birth. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, uh, as far as who would play you in a movie... If you could have any actor play you in a movie, who would it be and why? Oh, hmm. I have to be Dwayne Johnson. And why Dwayne Johnson? Because he's just a funny dude, but he can also be serious at times. That's basically me. I could be real cool, but at times when it's time to focus, I want to be serious. Fair enough. If... I told you right now you had to do three things on your bucket list. You could pick any three on your bucket list, and those are the three that you're going to do, and you can't choose any other ones. What are the three things that you would do? I want to skydive. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to go fishing for a whole, like, 24 hours on the boat. Okay. And the last, huh, I probably want to go paddle boarding for, like, or not want to go on a cruise for three weeks. So you said that you want to fish for an entire day. Why an entire day? Why be out there all day on the boat? Because I love fishing. Like my grandma told me when I was little, we used to drive over the bridge and see the water, and I would ask her, can we go fishing, can we go fishing? And it always been stuck on me. I love to fish. So you love to fish. What's the what's the best catch you've ever had? Um, I caught a red bull that was thirty four inches. So you caught a red bull that's thirty four inches. Do you go out a lot still now? I mean, is that something that you still do? Uh, yes. If I could go out and go fishing, then I would. But I, you know, having practice in school and stuff, it just sometimes it don't let me do it. So fishing is big for you. You also said you want to go on a cruise for three weeks. Where would you go, and why Why three weeks? Uh, I want to go to the Bahamas and Jamaica, because I've been to Jamaica, but I haven't been to Bahamas. And for three weeks, just because I love the water. I love being out on the water and just relaxing. That's it. See, I like that, because my wife told me, because I love the water, I love being in the pool, I love swimming, I can stay there all day long. And she looks at me when I swim, and she's like, you're not, I'm convinced that you're not human. She's like, I think that you came from the water, you're just a part of the water. So at least I feel like, Dorian, you and I can appreciate that, you know, and kind of be similar in that respect, that it seems like you could be out on the water all day. Yes, sir. Now, do you swim a lot, or are you just kind of hanging out in the boat? 
I'll go swimming. I'll go swimming. I just like being. I just like being in the water and just here. Fair enough. I respect that. My two final uh, rapid fire questions for you. One of them is going to be: If you could be any superhero, who would you be, and why? I want to be the Black Panther. I respect it. I love it. Why? Because Black Panther can do anything any other superhero can. And then he fights for what's right. He has a whole suit, and nothing really weakens him. And I just love that. Fair enough. He is a phenomenal character. And my final question for you in rapid fire is your mission statement. Not just as a football player, but if I said Dorian Hewitt is blank, what would you want me to fill that in with? Dorian Hewitt is a great person. Plain and simple. All right, Dorian, you got five questions. You got me on rapid fire. This is in the moment. I have no idea what you're going to say. You can ask me any five questions. Go ahead. What is your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do. That's tough. I. My favorite thing. I love to sing. I love music. I've been singing since I was like three. So I would say I love to sing. I love to tell stories. And I like the, the, the simple things. Like sitting outside under the stars with my wife. You know, uh, just kind of hanging out on the couch. I love being in the water. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things, I mean, I mentioned it before, but I, I could be in a pool all day long. You could put me in there at 10 o'clock, come get me at 10 o'clock at night, and I'd want to stay until 11. That's just just how I am. So I appreciate I appreciate the relaxation of the water. Yeah. All right, so what's your uh, second? If you had anything to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? <sighs> Tough. Probably pizza, because I think I, uh, in a past life, I was probably a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> All right, this one, this one kind of deep. Okay. When you found, when you met your wife, how did you know that was going to be your, that y'all was going to get married? Uh, I would say, when I met her, there was something about her, and it was, it was weird. It was like, she, you know, she was cute. I looked at her, you know, she was pretty, but there was like. It's weird. It was, there was like an energy around her. There was something, and I've never said anything like this before, but I, I just kind of, I was talking to one of my friends after, and I was like, there's something about this girl. I was like, I just, I want to be around her again. There was there was something about her, her energy, like the just the way that she was that made me want to see her again. And I don't know, we just kept talking, and, and it's crazy because she's a beautiful person on the outside. But I focus so much about who she is on the inside, and they don't make her like her anymore. So I kind of, I don't know, I kind of knew pretty quickly that I wanted to marry her, and and I just kind of let it take time and let it take time. And she kept messing with me like she's like, when are you going to do it already? And then, uh, you know, eventually I did. (laughs) And I love that. If you could be any animal in the world, what would it be? Oh, man. Well, because of the character, the character that you chose is one of my favorites next to Spider-Man. So, I would say I would be a Black Panther or a Jaguar because they interest me. And I, I think the Black Panther would be cool because they can hide up in a tree and you can't even see them. So, that would be fun. Or I would be a dog because I've had dogs my whole life and 
you know, there there's nothing like unconditional love, and they definitely give it to you. So I would say a dog too. All right, your final one. What do you got for me? Uh, I got to think. Hmm. What would, would you love to go into space for the whole three months? Would I go into space for three months? Yeah. I've always said that if I knew I could get back okay, then I would definitely go. It makes me nervous about, you know, some of the spacecrafts that have tried to come back in haven't come in successfully but if i could go out to space and god wanted me to be out in space then uh, i absolutely would do it i i've said that if i could find a cure for cancer on pluto i'd have somebody send me to pluto so i uh i definitely would go out in space my question back to you is if you and i were chosen by nasa to go in space would you team up with me and go to space for three weeks you know i will you see, we love basically the same things. We could talk about fishing, water, anything you ever want to talk about. And we could just have a blast up in space. See, there it is. You're going to play football for Syracuse, and then you and I are going to space. Simple as that. All right. All right. <laughs> coming from Dorian Hewitt, safety, coming out of North Shore in Houston, Texas. Dorian, absolute pleasure. Seriously, one of my one of the uh, most fun interviews I've ever done in my life here, and I appreciate you very much in, in 15 years plus. So thank you to Dorian Hewitt here on the show. And Dorian, I'd love to have you back on, so we hope we can get you on again very soon. Yes, sir, I would love it. All right, man. Well, take care of yourself, and I'll talk with you soon. All right. Thank you.